0: All right, I just got a Zevia out of the freezer. No, 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 no the It was in the freezer. A little too long. Put it in the fridge for a couple hours to let it warm up. I mean, this thing is cold. Nice.
1: I love a ice-cold Zevia.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm drinking the cola right now. You can see that. I got my pink Rockies. I guess Fuck that's yeah, the bro. breast cancer awareness koozie. Yeah, but uh, what's been is. up, man? You got a new car today? You went to the big city to get a new car today, didn't you?
1: The big city. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, right now, um, as part of the issues, I guess, uh, with the chip shortage or just you know, COVID fucking everything up for the past two years, but literally no dealerships have cars in stock. Um, so supply is so low right now.
0: What kind of dealerships are you going to? Brand new, lose 20% of the value. Like, just
1: in general, general, all vehicles right now are difficult to purchase. Um, In fact, for a used vehicle right now, you will spend MSRP at least for what they would go for brand new normally. And for a brand new vehicle, uh, you will be spending several thousand dollars more than MSRP. Um, just because supply is so low right now and demand is for vehicles is so high. Like if you want to buy a brand new vehicle in most cases to get exactly what you want, you have to go to the lot, put an order in for it and you wait four or five months for it to come in. Wow. Generally speaking right now. So it is not a great time to buy a vehicle if you're in the market. Um, unless you're in a situation like me where you have to. Yeah. So, Yeah. It's a classic supply-demand problem. You know, the supply is extremely low, so they're going to market. They're just going to charge whatever the fuck they want for it. And whereas typically, I've never, ever went into a dealership and paid even MSRP for a vehicle. I've usually gotten it for several thousand dollars lower than MSRP. Um, You have no negotiating power as a consumer right now because of the supply issues.
0: And for in those pretty much
1: any industry that in pretty much any industry that you go into right now, cars or anything else. So it is not a great time to be a consumer um, with the supply chain issues that we've had and the supply supply issues we have in this country. But yeah, sucks. anyway. That,
0: that blows. Yeah. And for those who might not know, MSRP stands for Main Street Resale Protocol. So you gotta follow these new rules, right? Is that what you're saying? All right. Anyway, um, not even a good joke. That's a lot of debt to go into, and we need someone to forgive that debt, don't we, Jesse?
1: Sure. We uh, we have the Biden administration canceling $3.9 in student debt for 208,000 borrowers that were defrauded by ITT Tech. So I actually knew people that went to ITT Tech and Kind of what this article is talking about is how the administration is, you know, relieving this debt because they were uh, basically misled into um, how easy it would be to get, to get a job after you got this degree and the quality of the education. And uh, speaking from people I know, yeah, they, they struggled uh, even with their degree from ITT Tech to get jobs after they graduated.
0: So they so seem to my
1: overall my overall thought on this is this is not a bad thing. This is a good thing that they're calling these fucking colleges and, and for profit education institutions out for uh, basically being a predator to the to the student loan system.
0: Yeah. That's why it is go ahead. I remember this made me think of an episode we did about a year ago. When we talked about outside of Vegas, they were allowing large corporations to set up shop as long as it's outside the city limits. And if they go through that probationary period where if they follow the rules, it's been a while since we covered that, then the government will start approving grants and they'll follow. They'll get their own law. That's what it was. They'll get their own area of law. They can make their own law. Mm -hmm. Sounds crazy, but that's started happening with some large corporations, but you can only be approved of it if you work in the fields that are the future, not oil fields mm-hmm. like tech silicon valley, whatever uh you know there, it had some specific parameters of what companies AI. Say. yeah yeah, yeah, exactly, and the debt forgiveness the first thing I saw when they applied it to tech colleges was another. Government bias towards the new frontier—the what is it, the tech revolution, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're given debt forgiveness to the tech world first, and they're also given.
1: You're talking about in this particular instance because this yeah, ITT the first tech thing was I not. I, ITT tech is not that type of school that you're thinking of, where it's like this cutting edge of technology. ITT tech is like vocational school. You go to like learn how to be like a mechanic. Or someone who works on bodies of a vehicle, like yeah, but thought they do c- type of college
0: coding and computer software, and uh, that too? it's not or like anybody? no it's not
1: you're you're wrong about that like okay i t t tech was like uh, if anything, it's in the inverse of like cutting edge of technology, it's like blue collar type work. oh so it blue is blue collar getting the- yeah, that's like blue collar okay. type jobs, yeah. I'm pretty sure from what I remember correctly, because like I have friends that went there and they were like they went to go work at like body shops and shit like that, for right. to work on vehicles, right? Or you go gotcha. to be like an electrician or, you know what I'm saying? It's like vocational yeah. jobs. Okay, ma- let me see. Let that, me see what kind of. Let me make sure I'm right on that.
0: That makes sense. Why there would be a large case against them for defrauding people, basically because. There's obviously lots of work in the tech world, right? But in that general labor body shop mechanic type of world, I was in Kidoba, and there was nobody in there. It was like two or three people and a bunch of people. It seems like it's like that everywhere. Mm-hmm. To this day, the Biden Harris administration has approved the cancellation of nearly nearly 32 billion in student loans for 1.6 million borrowers. That is good news. Well, I mean,
1: it is. I mean, just what I don't see anything wrong with that because, like, these colleges have just taken advantage of a government program, and that is what has caused this run, runaway exponential growth in uh, the cost of tuition. I mean, back whenever you and I went to UL, what was it per semester?
0: About 1500 for me.
1: Okay. You, you know what it is right now? It's probably around 14000 this in semester, if I remember correctly. Are you selling it that long ago? Yes. Because of the student fucking loan situation we have going on, man. Like they know that students are going to get approved for these loans. So they continue to increase oh tuition bec- because they know that they can charge these students for whatever they fuck they want because the government's going to give them the loan. The loan is going to go to the school. So why not charge them? It's like, why not set your own price? You know what I mean? And then the students are the ones that are on the hook for it because you can't, they don't forgive that loan. Like you take that with you to, to your dead. You pass that shit on to your family members. You know what I mean? Like, so it's this horrible system we have set up for education currently
0: it's weird because so easily you can get approved for that loan, but I can't get a home loan unless I have savings account and history here. And if paying on loans for rent, paying your rent and paying student loans, doesn't go towards your credit. Nope. So they make it easy to get the worst loan. They make it easy to get. It's the easiest to get the worst loan possible and it's the hardest to get the most important loan possible. And then everything in between.
1: Yep. It's a scam. So that's so, a good thing. Yeah, I
0: can't say it's a, this is a good, not, this
1: is a good thing. This yeah. is a good thing.
0: Yeah. I, I should have known better, but I saw ITT tech and I thought of uh, just, so I know thought just... of a commercial where it was somebody. So I've like, learned a program and they're wearing like a headset and they're like pointing at a screen. Shit like that. Um, I mean, because whenever I think of, uh, I
1: think I'm right about that. I just want to make sure. uh, I think you are. Look up,
0: but But what's this What's the coding tech university? Oh, I don't know. I mean, there's a couple of these popular universities. I should find out which one that I'm thinking of when I see ITT Tech.
1: I remember they had one in Opelousas, so if that tells you anything. As far as being
0: a another one wrong with Opelousas. <laughs> op- I was, it took me a minute to catch you, but that's hilarious. Yeah, so that's, I guess that's and, a local dude,
1: local joke. You know, they oh go to the God. coding college and an old piece of loose ass.
0: For those of you not familiar, Opelousas is a uh, town in Louisiana and it is near where we're from. And no one goes there because it's fucking Opelousas. But they got her. I was thinking about it the other day, honestly. Funny you bring that up. I was actually thinking about how, though, if like I'm from Crowley, it's not any more special than Opelousas. It's totally biased because there's people that are in Opelousas, and that's their stomping grounds. But Northeast to me, like that, I just don't ever go there, Louisiana. Opelousas. What do you think they're coding in Opelousas?
1: <laughs> how to sell drugs, how to. Carjack people. I don't know. Nothing. Yeah. Okay, I found a curricula of ITT Tech. So yeah, they definitely had technology on there. Yeah. Uh, So maybe I was wrong. School of Information Technology, uh, Information Systems and Cybersecurity, Software Development, Network Systems Administrator Administration, Software Development, Information Technology, School of Electronics Technology offered Electrical Engineering and Communications Technology. Uh, drafting and design technology, uh, criminal justice, criminology and forensic technology. Um, let's see, so, yeah, it was that type of stuff. Still, not necessarily. I think most of these are like associate level degrees, if I'm not mistaken. So, not like it's not like an uh, an MIT or something like that. You know what I mean?
0: MIT. That's what I'm thinking of, dude. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, I mean, that's enough on that topic. I think they're forgiving student loans uh, so far, so good. Yeah. So, hey, right. we started off
1: on a positive note today. No yeah. uh, negative conspiracy there. I'm reluctantly uh, just actually cleaning up. I'm
0: reluctantly. Yeah, you're looking reluctant- their credit. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Man.
1: Why the fuck not, man? You have to be unbiased in this type of stuff. I'm, so. I'm just fucking around. Uh, this system we have is f- the system we have for education is fucked right now. So,
0: Dude, 14 grand a semester that's insane now i that guess the, the discussion
1: insane. the discussion about you know where's the like uh, you know 30, 30 36 billion dollars they've canceled like what does that do to the other financial aspects of this country like does that hurt other areas i don't know but just in general i think that it's not necessarily a bad thing just at first glance well, Unless one, it's one of those situations where you pull on this one lever of um of the American system and it fucks up a whole another side of it. So that I'm well, just not thinking of.
0: Um
1: Yeah, right. So I I'm cautiously optimistic, so that I'll I'll say that's the verdict on that one.
0: Yeah, what would be the negative impact I don't know. of something like this?
1: I'm I always try to think of it from that angle though, but um, I, I don't know what,
0: and I feel like there, I've I don't know if there'd be about.
1: some type of economic impact where, like, hey, you're canceling 36 billion dollars in student debt, but our the, the national debt just went up by, you know, a tre- tremendous amount because of that, and we owe China a lot more money, and I don't know. Uh that's
0: blah, blah, a good blah, blah, point blah. because it's essentially the same as printing money, right? If the system, in some way or another, has relied on this debt and the interest to function in the way they've got it to function, then printing money and erasing it would, would surely have some impact. Yeah. A hole, like a, like a crash elsewhere.
1: So I don't know. So I don't know where that, uh, missing money will go. And, uh, moving on, we had, uh, an air force captain that went missing also for 35 years. Yeah, suddenly reappeared uh, in the Bay area.
0: Wasn't this odd? What's his name? William Howard Hughes Jr. Was his name in 19... What was it? 86 when he went missing? Uh, yes. This Air Force captain went missing in the heart of the Cold War at the peak of it. And he was very valuable to the, Re- the Russians, basically. And 35 years later, they found him living. That was in... June 2018, June 6, 2018, after 35 years, they arrested him for desertion, and he was living under the name Barry, where is it? Barry, Barry
1: O'Bearn.
0: Yeah, like a Barry O'Bearn <laughs> uh, in Daly and he, City in San Francisco. That's where he had been for 35 years
1: so kind of crazy story oh he disappeared in 83 not 86
0: okay after disappearing into thin air in 83 he was wanted across the globe by numerous agencies from the air force to the fbi to interpol at one point it was thought he defected to the russians some suggested he sabotaged the disastrous challenger space shuttle launch which we talked about about a year ago as well and that whole autopsy report of the shuttle. What was the problem? It was like a loose wire that sparked out and then lit the gas tanks. It was something that
1: Mm -hmm. should have been noticed.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it was something that should have been noticed by the routine checks, but it wasn't. And then a guy who worked in the space lab for the ship or something was also on the investigation team, which was a huge conflict of interest. So there was something shady with that as well. So I thought that was an interesting thing that some people think he sabotaged it, and then got not it out not of there.
1: just that launch, but several other, which we'll get to in oh, a second. Several
0: others. Okay. By the age of 33, he was a captain at Kirtland Air Force Base in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where he gained top secret access working on a NATO program that controlled missile launches and missile warning systems. In July of '83, he was transferred to the Netherlands for a short trip to work on the same technology there. Due back on August 1st, but he never returned to his airbase. So he was a, he,
1: yeah. uh, he was seen withdrawing money from various ATMs uh, where he lived in Albuquerque in late July that year. Uh, he had taken $28,500 from 19 different locations. Um, they searched his home at Shondell Shand- Loop and found a to-do list and some books to read when he got back. So it was kind of like he wasn't planning on just dis- disappearing. Uh, they found his car at Albuquerque International Airport and he was officially classified as AWOL on August 10th, 1983. So absent without leave. Uh, at that, I don't know why they threw this in there, but they say at that time in New York City, 37-year-old real estate developer Donald Trump was finishing the construction of Trump t- Tower and Hughes wouldn't be seen again until Trump was president. Yeah. Yeah, so- Oh,
0: dude, dude, because they work with the Russians, both of them. That's why. Ah, I guess that's it.
1: I see the thread there. So this yeah. was all during the peak of the, or the dying days of the Cold, Cold War. Um, and the U.S. government later described the likelihood of a nuclear strike in the fall of 83 as resting on a hair trigger. So it's an interesting t- time for a guy like Hughes that worked on uh, technology in reference to missile launches and missile, missile warning systems to go missing at that time. Kind of sketchy.
0: Yeah. uh, Wasn't it his family that thought that he might have been kidnapped because they they described him as a brilliant, dedicated man who phoned his parents regularly before he vanished? A family reunion was planned for the fall and Hughes was always careful to notify his family of his whereabouts. Um, His sister pushed back that he was a spy, said he was likely abducted, but the story became front page news. Uh, in in January, five months after he went vanishing, and the Air Force sent out to police departments across the country. This isn't like something. Let's say in Denver, a guy steals a car, kills somebody, and then five hours later he's in Nevada, and then the Nevada is like, "Hey, Denver, we're busy. Please don't make us shut shit down to find another you know, another one." This is the Air Force every police department goes on alert because it's big daddy calling in you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. they still never found them after 35 years 35 years so maybe
1: you think that they you know when we get to the end of this you find out that he's he says he's just been in california this whole time like mm, yeah you think they would have found him
0: watching the giants and being nice to his neighbors?
1: Yeah, I mean just a normal everyday guy. He's a
0: Giants fan. He was a super nice guy. He was a Giants fan.
1: Apparently he'd been there for a while, obviously because his neighbors knew him. So but I don't know if he'd been there since 83. But uh, so the interesting part where they talk about the uh the sabotage, what what they suspect to be sabotaged missile launches. Um so they had three launches of aircraft with US surveillance satellites aboard including challenger space shuttle uh that launched from cape canaveral on june january 28th and exploded seventy seventy three 73 seconds later and uh two other ones that apparently had failures and they think that he could have been behind all of them because they all happened you know in quick succession from one another and he kind of had that type of knowledge to to make those things happen considering the his his uh Clearances for the U.S. government and his work at the time with NATO on that, that that technology. So thought that was interesting. It said that... And it's American and French launches that he said seemed to be sabotaged.
0: Interesting. It's which are, you
1: know, American and an American ally. So.
0: Potentially... Uh, the were named as potentially caused by sabotage the Cape Canaveral Challenger launched. Those failures resulted in the U.S. having no ability to monitor Russia's nuclear deployment. Anyone that was wondering specifically why he would be sabotaging these things. And if he was a Russian defector, those sabotages conveniently really helped Russia. We talked about that a few episodes back as well. Um, There was a connection with the Cold War, Russia's development, and America's development side-by-side. It's like one wasn't allowed to get in front of the other because Alan Dulles was reporting back to that office in Germany, American stuff, and he was like an intermediary of information, so... Very well, he could have been one of the guys in the orchestration to make sure America doesn't pass up Russia.
1: Yeah, keep them on the same page. But that was like the Nazis commun- in communication with one one another. So, what wasn't it?
0: It was... Alan Dulles was a Nazi. He was working for NASA where he was like the Secretary of Trade. He was over here in America working.
1: Dulles uh, was a CIA guy.
0: Yeah, and at that time, his direct superior was heinrich himmler if it wasn't dulles it was somebody else but i think it was dulles but i remember
1: the- i know what you're talking about that they had communication between the the at the you know right after the uh, war about um between the folks that worked at, on the russian space program and the american space program communicating across the the ocean there to make sure one didn't pass the other one up
0: yeah but secretly
1: yeah, it was a secret thing, but it a secret now it's been proven to be true at this point.
0: So this is a picture of him. After being confronted with inconsistencies about his identity, the individual admitted his true name was William Howard Hughes Jr. There's a picture on the screen that he deserted from the U.S. Air Force in 83. We see him at the gym all the time. Another neighbor, Barbara Laurel sold CNN. But when he works out, he just uses the treadmill and doesn't really interact with anybody. Tim was assumed to be retired by his neighbors and known for little beyond his devotion to the Giants. He looks like a Giants fan. I can see him wearing a hat and not really watching the game.
1: Just Just pretending.
0: Yeah, just being there, eating his hot dog way too slow.
1: (laughs) Way too slow.
0: When he was arrested, he was taken to Travis Air Force Base in Fairfield. There, he told investigators he was not a spy. He claimed he became depressed about being in the Air Force back in 83, so he simply left, changed his identity, and lived in California ever since. Seems possible that Hughes' wife didn't know his true identity either. San Mateo County court records reveal that the woman who took his fake last name filed for a marriage annulment two months after his arrest. Why did Hughes not just resign as commission of the Air Force? What pushed him to change his identity? Ba ba ba, yada, yada. The pressure of working with NATO during a time of nuclear threat is no small burden. What do you think, Jesse?
1: Um, I think it's weird that, I mean, I could totally see that it's possible that if I was in just trying to imagine myself in his shoes, like, yeah, maybe I would want to just take all my money out and disappear because I don't want to, uh, Deal with trying to untangle from that mess. I'm sure with all those security clearances, it's not easy to get out of the system, you know. So maybe the easiest thing for him to do would be to take all his money out and hide. But I'm also skeptical that, you know, the Air Force poured their resources into this and they weren't able to find him and he's just been in California this whole time. Like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. And I also think that. The failed missile launches. I mean the failed uh, launches of the surveillance stuff for uh the satellites is strange too. So I don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah. And who goes to California when you're trying to hide?
1: Yeah, it's the worst place. When you go to like Montana or something like that.
0: Yeah. And if you or maybe if you're playing a numbers game, if you're one in fifteen hundred million, maybe that's better to not be noticed, hide in the open, you know. But yeah, also, last so. question. Um, but I forgot my question, so I'm stalling. But fucking, you know, I mean, who does that? So, fuck. yeah. This forgot, guy does. I forgot my question. My last point. But speaking of things disappearing, let's talk about Trump making a bunch of files disappear. Um, they raid uh,
1: files. Potentially related to nuclear.
0: Yeah, this was his. uh, the FBI raid, basically, that recently happened. Uh, Classified documents relating to nuclear weapons were among the items FBI agents sought in a search for former President Donald Trump's Florida residence on Monday, according to people familiar with the investigation. Experts in classified information said the unusual search underscores deep concern among government officials about the types of information they thought could be located at Trump's Mar-a-Lago club potentially in danger of falling into the wrong hands merrick garland said thursday he could not discuss the investigation uh but a public statement from the justice department he announced he had personally authorized the decision to seek court permission for a search warrant so merrick garland that's your boy Late Thursday, Trump said on social media he agreed the document should be made public. And another post Friday, he called the nuclear weapons issue a hoax and accused the FBI of planting evidence. So Trump is like, released the search warrant. This became a thing. What in the search warrant released? I don't know why I yeah,
1: want to see like what what gave them. I mean, this is unprecedented that they're uh, raiding a former president's home and. Basically right. w- right. want to see like, what was your, re- like you have to have enough, I guess, evidence of wrongdoing to warrant you to actually sign that search warrant. Unless it's a, b- because of political motivation with either trying to get uh, him out of the 2024 race or to disrupt the midterms that are occurring in November. So that's the big hubbub about the hubbub. Yeah.
0: That's what this one's called. The big hubbub
1: yep about the uh search warrant and seeing what was what was listed on the reason i guess for issuing it
0: so that would make a lot of sense if they did force this warrant and it's all political theater to disrupt the election because they don't want him to run again like clearly they, they're doing everything to it's not about the truth it's just they have an agenda do you know what i'm saying that's what i'm saying it's obvious they have an agenda so that would make sense why they don't want to show the arrest warrant provided they do have this agenda because they don't fucking want people to see the obvious that they should have fucking searched but maybe they should have but you think we'll ever see what they found you think we'll ever know anything
1: um i don't know i guess it depends on who's in power
0: Well, the Wall Street Journal reported Friday that the list of items seized by FBI agents during the search included 11 sets of classified documents. Four were marked top secret, three were secret, and three were identified as confidential, the lowest level of classified information. The Journal reported that the inventory of what was taken also referred to a set of documents marked various classified slash TS slash SCI documents. A uh, government label for a more closely held form of top secret information. Whoa. So he got top, top secret.
1: I um, mean, he was the president of the United States. So,
0: yeah, I guess so. Uh And other countries might view exposing their nuclear secrets as a threat. So, again, again, with the other countries are a threat narrative, it's always there. Um, right. I mean, why would Trump?
1: But uh, never, is, I, is, I don't know if Trump's in the in the clear here too, because like you know, it goes on to say Trump and his allies have refused to publicly share a copy of the warrant, even as they and their supporters have denounced the search as unlawful and politically motivated. By but provided no evidence to back that up.
0: Right. So, so apparently I guess he they, has has they
1: have it, the ability to to share a copy of it as well. But why the fuck are you not sharing it? I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: okay. Trump is not necessarily the. squeakiest clean individual either.
0: In the words of someone I know, Trump is golden. Who says that? Um, If I can... It doesn't matter to the listeners, so I'm just going to eye-message it to you. Okay. Because this person may or may not actually listen to this.
1: But yeah, so... I don't know, man. I'll text. I I just, that's cool.
0: If that is true, um, Wait, wait. One former Justice Department official who in the past oversaw investigations of leaks of information said the type of top secret information described by the people familiar with the probe would probably cause authorities to try to move as quickly as possible to recover sensitive information that could cause grave harm to U.S. security. Quote, that is true. It would suggest that material residing unlawfully at Mar-a-Lago may have been classified at the highest classification level, said Dave Lofman, the former chief of justice department's counterintelligence section the fbi like, and the department of justice believe there were top secret materials at mar-a-lago Mar- that would lend itself to greater hair on fire motivation to recover so are they just saying this is so like a what, rush warrant
1: no i don't know it was, it was saying like well first of all why would what i guess what documents are there and then why would trump have all these classified documents I have a this personal residence e- in the first place. Like, why did, why was that, why was that removed from federal grounds in the first place? You know what I'm saying? So like.
0: I, I have a theory. What's your theory? So let's go back. It said, um, let me find this part.
1: Maybe there is a good reason. I just don't know.
0: This guy is the head of the department, the former chief of the Justice Department's counterintelligence section, which investigates leaks of classified information. So I imagine these people are also investigating the WikiLeaks and Julian Assange shit, too, right? Sure, Stronger sure. Department. Absolutely. So all I'm saying is Trump is a journalist and he's got information that's good for the world and he's trying to do the right thing right now. And he's getting sidelined just like Assange, just like Chelsea Manning, because he's actually a good guy and he's a journalist. Trump's a journalist. Trump's actually a journalist. This is him being a journalist. Okay. Uh, are you that's being serious? Has, that's why he has all these documents because he's a journalist and he he found them and he said, "I care about the people and I gotta, uh. I gotta get these." I bet he starts meeting with Assange and Assange teaches him how to zip it and save it on a hard drive so he can, um, hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's too
1: late now. The FBI has it. So that's not happening.
0: Well, he might already met with Assange and they encrypted it into blockchain. They used Filecoin. Filecoin to. <laughs> yeah. So I would invest in Filecoin because they're going to blow up once they become once the-, the harbingers of the next truth. WikiLeaks. leaks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Harbingers of truth.
0: I could be wrong about that theory.
1: Likely wrong about that theory. Um, but it's a fun one.
0: I see proud Boys name here.
1: Yeah. So there was a, uh, after all this happened, it started radicalizing Trump's base further. Oh, this yeah. is
0: about the guy that showed up with the gun at yeah. the FBI office. Okay. You
1: got mentally ill people doing shit
0: like this that guy's name is schiffer right something schiffer ricky schiffer according to another law enforcement official agents are investigating schiffer's possible ties to extremist groups including the proud boys whose leaders are accused of helping launch the january 6 2021 attack on the u.s capitol maybe that's why the last episode did so bad was because i i it might've been the last episode where I was like, I don't know if I give a fuck about the attack. If it was really that big deal. And then everybody tuned out and then reported us. So they're shadow banning. Us.
1: <laughs> I'm sure that's what it was.
0: Uh, dude, but- this is what this guy wrote. He said, people, this is it. The message reads. Oh, he posted it on a, a person using Schiffer's at Truth Social. Trump launched Gitter and then another one because Gitter tanked. Uh, He said, people, this is it. Leave work tomorrow as soon as the gun shop slash army, Navy store slash pawn shop opens, get whatever you need to be ready for combat. We must not tolerate this one. They have been conditioning us to accept tyranny and think we can't do anything for two years. This time we must respond with force. I have a less than a minute on the session. I'm going to stop it and send you a link.
1: All right. Um, Well, actually I got to go feed Lily. So, Stop it and we will pick back up resume as soon as I shoot you text. Okay, all right, I'll be back soon. So but, yeah, I don't know why uh Trump would have um all those types of classified documents in his personal um home anyway. So, does it that does that make it right for them to raid it in the manner they did? I don't know, probably not.
0: Well, like I said, I think he was just being a journalist because if we move on here.
1: You think he's um, being a journalist? You think he's going to release the doc? I mean, if he was being a journalist, why hasn't he released the contents of that, those documents in the first place? If he found something that was damning of the system or people inside the system, why wouldn't he have just released the info by this point? Why was it being hidden in a safe?
0: When we were on our break just now, I had the answer. It's gone. So. People familiar with the probe. I think this is going to trigger my memory. uh, Said it is focused on whether the former president or his aides withheld classified or government material that should have been returned to government custody early. He took this material and he didn't return it. Okay. The people. Because he only cares about the truth. That's what I'm saying. This is the truth. All right. So the people who also spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss the investigation said that as authorities engaged in months of discussions on the subject, some officials came to suspect the Trump team was not being truthful. And that's exactly what they say about journalists. Um. uh, Okay. So if. Made public, the warrant would reveal a general description of what material agents were seeking at Mar-a-Lago and what crimes they could be connected to. A list of the inventory that agents took from the property would also be released. Details could be limited, however, if the material is classified. So that answers the question from earlier. We're probably no, not going to see anything.
1: So uh, the, could Trump uh, – what this article is also saying is that Trump could also himself – make the warrant public right yeah so it seems like neither side wants the warrant made public yeah so is uh is trump's side i'm confused i I just i don't get what's going on and i probably every we're probably the worst source for this story because i'm joking too
0: i don't think he's being a journalist no 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 okay
1: i'm not even talking about that
0: okay that joke i'm just saying like i did. you weren't laughing your ass off so i was like damn
1: I couldn't oh, tell how serious uh, you were trying to be. Okay. I'll not. try to
0: sell it harder next time.
1: Yeah, I, so, I can't tell what you sometimes. Whether I gotta, or not you I really think, turn it these, things, I you really think these things, whether you really think things or not, like we we're in the conspiracy. No, I don't realm, think Trump's being a journalist. So I I don't know, dude. But no, um, that regardless of that, why are they? What's the big deal about the the warrant being made public or not? Like because, both sides. So both sides are saying that the other side. Could make it public and it's going to really damn, it's really show some damning details. Like Trump's side, I guess, is, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I'm just not understanding this well. Trump's side saying that they didn't have good enough reason to raid his home, right? So make the warrant public. The other side saying, well, um, Trump's, side, Trump's Trump and them aren't wanting to make the warrant public because it's going to release information about the crimes that they are implicit in. So, yeah. It's like they're both, they both want the same thing and they're just given different reasons for it. Is that correct? Like neither, neither side wants to warrant made public. Am I correct in saying that? I don't, I'm not following very well.
0: You are correct in saying it, but I think you're wrong in assuming Trump doesn't want it public. Just because he hasn't released it yet doesn't mean he doesn't want it public, but we know the FBI doesn't want it public because they actively so, have not released it trump's playing Got games it. so my thing is um i mean trump's your whole question games. is what's going on and what's the point here and i think it might just be another i trump think it's was, political trump was regardless. right about russia gate being a hoax I mean, when he called he, all that stuff sure being a witch it was hunt, when he was saying all this stuff is a witch hunt he was right about some things you know what i'm yeah, saying he was and he, this is another one of those things maybe he's right maybe it is a hoax maybe they're Maybe they did have a reason to go in there and get documents, but it's nothing that's going to get him impeached. It was just enough for a warrant. And then the media, so maybe
1: he's, maybe he's playing a game with him in the first place by keeping the documents saying, well, I'm going to, I'm going to keep some unimportant documents at my home and see how far they want to take this, whether they're going to actually, I don't know, maybe, 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 maybe he's not. Cause smart. you know,
0: backing yeah. up to how the Democrats propping up right wingers in the midterms right so they can run against people that they can beat not just
1: right wingers maga specific right wingers yeah. right they like- they
0: did that with trump and they lost and they're doing it again and they might lose and trump might know this is another battle they're going to lose he might be throwing dogs a bone by keep keeping these documents mm. that he knows aren't that bad but they're going to come search and get it but they're playing the media game because this is all good for people voting this is fuel for their narrative fire. Everybody's talking about how Trump's documents, Trump's documents, Trump's documents, Trump's documents, Trump's documents, Trump's back guy documents, Trump's back guy documents. No one's talking about any of the other documents. Hey, Hillary Clinton just made hats that says, but her emails, and they're selling them. They're sold out. Did you see that? She's selling hats that say, but her emails. So this is all a game with people that are just reacting. To these catchphrases, they all have documents that need to be searched. And if you say, but her emails, like, why do you care? Back to people flying the Ukraine flag that never cared about the war the last 20 years. It's people who are flying the Trump's documents flag, and they never cared about Clinton's f- documents or Obama's documents. Right. All of a sudden, they care about documents. That's so a good now point. Hi- yeah, so now Hillary's coming back with but her emails so that when you say that, you're just a joke, you know? So this is all working in everybody's favor in a really weird way.
1: Yeah, you're right. Like this kind of uh, scrutiny is coming down on, on Trump, I think, specifically because he has all of the establishment media, all of the deep rooted government players that have been in the game for 20, 30 years all rooting against him.
0: Yeah, and, you know, if I'm Trump, I'm also thinking bad publicity is good publicity. So if you know you're not in actual danger and the news can't stop talking about you, you're the biggest name in the world at all times.
1: I think Trump loves being the biggest name in the world.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's a W. His story is a WWE. I don't watch WWE, but it's all about the story there. That's why people like it, because they're fucking, you know, I don't know. But when you talk about media and because if you can control the narrative, you can control people's minds and you keep them fighting. It's that simple. So all they need is a narrative. They don't actually need documents to prove anything. Trump doesn't actually need to like win a court case. They just need narratives. You know what I'm saying? They just need like, they got the Lysol and then Trump has the lighter and then they blow the flame and all the people are like the flame. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it does. I don't know. That's that's the way I see it.
1: Well, speaking of the flame, extreme heat has uncovered lost villages, ancient ruins, and shipwrecks.
0: Good segue. So man. I didn't even mean I didn't even mean to set you up. It just happened.
1: I was just reading the headline off my Safari tab and went into it. Um so yeah. Uh Apparently, there has been excessive uh, drought, um, and a- apparently melting glaciers that has uh, caused uh, a lot of the water levels to lower in different places, exposing some really cool relics from the past. And this article just kind of goes through all of them. So one of the first ones is on in Italy's river uh, River Po. River Po. It's the longest river in Italy. They have wreckage of World War II ships, which which are pretty cool to look at here.
0: Dude, imagine the water rising, and then you make a swing, a rope swing, and then you go and swing out and you do a cool backflip, and then you just land on your back on the edge of that rusted, sharded steel ship and just fucked
1: broken for the rest of your life from that dude, dude it would be so
0: bad i mean it's right there in the river all you got to do is just like
1: right there on the river bank basically
0: yeah man all you got to do is take a all i'm saying is you gotta this thing couldn't a, have been that far underwater huh uh how to its lowest level in 70 years how low did it go i mean i guess we can look at the shoreline they have shrubbery right there that was growing it wasn't underwater so it went up to the end of that dirt right there yeah they act saying. like this
1: thing was like super deep or something
0: Maybe, you know, I'm no botanist, but it disappears. Or maybe all that shrubbery grew because that's just nothing but some bushes and grass. And if it's got a lot of water, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't look like it dropped that much. But anyway, yeah. yeah. And what's
0: this fresh thing on the left side of the boat? Can I zoom in?
1: I don't know, man. I think things are
0: dang Strange. damn how clear that picture is it's look, like trash bags trash bags and a water bottle up there like somebody had been using it like a homeless guy a fucking homeless guy has been living in this bro, they
1: fucking infect everywhere bro river poe with the poe people in italy
0: hmm. yeah that's where the poe people live okay that joke has probably been said a million times all right so uh World War II era wreckage as a German tank and cargo ships. Wow, dude. So it sank in the river. That's crazy. What happened? Was there a big bomb? Was there a big fight right there? We should look into a potential World War II war on the River Po.
1: Yeah, we shoot a whole episode just on the River Poe and the battles that occurred on it. Dude. Um, also hidden in the same area where in the River Tiber um and unveil- unveiled a bridge that was thought to have been built during Emperor Nero's rule
0: what bridge is this just the rubble of rock right here
1: yeah that's apparently used to be a bridge
0: I mean that's it was there is this like the foundation
1: yeah I guess this is I don't know dude
0: this once again
1: up. once again how how far did this water draw like how how deep was it should it been that deep they act like they didn't know it was there
0: look at those beautiful birds yeah, I mean, how?
1: Look at all those like, trees right there.
0: Okay, well, it's hard to tell I, where they're... I don't get like
1: th- th- this is an alarmist sounding article. Yeah, this shit doesn't seem like it dropped that far.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's like a sidewalk and graffiti right there.
1: You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Maybe. Maybe it's really uh. Really impressive looking if we were to see the picture of it all underwater and then this right next to it, right? Like maybe we, if we could see it before and after, that would be helpful.
0: Yeah. Um, where's the before? It'd be like Google Maps. We'd have to go back to like whenever. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you can go back in time like that on Google oh, Maps. Man. I should have deep dived all of that and got it ready. I know. A Spanish ghost village also. Now this must have been this super, one was- super sunk. This doesn't look like it's been sunk.
1: Like well, knew, knew um, here. this was a reservoir, if I remember correctly, right?
0: Yeah, they intentionally flooded it to make a flooded it to make a re- reservoir. What's this? Uh, Aceredo, a village near Spain's border with Portugal, was flooded in 1992 to make room for the Alto Lindoso reservoir. In February, thirty years later, drought re exposed the small town. Soon, tourists began fucking at the place, frozen and flo- <laughs> flocking to see a place frozen in time. Scientists expect Galicia to continue suffering from extreme dry spells. Quote, rainfall and drought patterns are always more complex, more difficult to predict scientifically. That's true. Huh. All you got to do is watch my weather guy.
1: <laughs> I, um, I saw that. Blame it on up. climate change. Yeah, you did. That was a, you knew I I could, was tell, joking. I could tell from the, uh, from the change in tone of voice and the delivery of it, I could tell you were joking. Good job. Good. Thanks, You're getting man. better. You're getting better at this comedy <laughs> thing. Uh,
0: okay, so yeah, they just flooded this old town to make a reservoir, dude. You know how many things probably could have been excavated there and put in a natural museum of uh, Portugal.
1: I mean, this natural was a town history. that they flooded in '92, so it's not like it's some ancient, <laughs> ancient city or something like that
0: look at this thing man it's like clay houses you don't think that's old nah, that i don't
1: i don't know i don't think it's that old i think it's just the architecture of the area okay my bad
0: I maybe that's maybe, maybe
1: it really is old but it's, it seems like they wouldn't flood like an ancient town
0: maybe that's 92 being an ignorant westerner just seeing like clay houses and assuming it's ancient it's like no oh, <laughs> that's just poor people <laughs> like damn <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like the favelas or some shit. And yeah, anyway. my bad.
0: Hey, much love, dude. I grew up in I a like, trailer, so I could have.
1: Hey, you. me, I did too. Really? Double Y, double Y, baby. In the uh,
0: of my double Y trailer.
1: Grim discoveries. I thought that was Lake an obelisk. Mead. It's a boat. It's a boat. I did too at first when I first saw it. It's a
0: boat with its butt end buried in what looks like now, super hard rock. That.
1: that shit does look pretty extreme at Lake Mead. Dude,
0: this ancient power boat right here. I think has got to be at least 2,000 <laughs> years old. <laughs> uh, look this old anchor, dude. Yeah, so base, basically, they also found a up.
1: body in a drum. What? Yeah, you didn't read that? They found a body and a drum. And- sure,
0: they did, but why don't I remember that? I think they skimmed over it. I'm having a vague memory.
1: Yeah, I saw some other pictures of Lake Mead. That shit does look pretty extreme. I mean, look, it's it's pretty pretty significant.
0: Like Travis and Austin started to really go down when I moved there. Big spot. Really? It was yeah, it was a real big lake, and it's just, I don't know where it is now. Uh, so this is, oh, this so this is Lake Mead, the reservoir of the mm-hmm. iconic Hoover Dam. Gosh dang, it has shrunk to a fraction of its former self. What was that explosion at the Hoover Dam? Some weird stuff happened recently. The Hoover Dam isn't some weird stuff in the Hoover uh, Dam.
1: No, it's just it, Hoover Dam uh, was generators. Like,
0: yeah, generators like below the Hoover Dam.
1: Maybe so, possibly. Maybe in, in this so reservoir. Maybe in Lake Mead. Um, you ever been to the Hoover Dam? It's a pretty impressive sight. Uh person. When
0: I was a youngling. Me too. I was a young one. Visitors. yeah, says, they
1: found a body. Uh, yeah, us Human like remains discovered at the site include a body and a barrel, according to the U.S. National Park Service. Wow.
0: The cause of death is under investigation. A obviously, a murder, <laughs> obviously. So do you think. They put a live body in a barrel and then threw the barrel over the side. To it's, probably fuck
1: a dead, it's probably a dead body and they threw the barrel over the side and hoped it would sink to the bottom of Lake Mead and one would ever find it.
0: Well, I mean, if you're going to murder somebody, right? With yeah. a sick mind put them in a barrel alive?
1: I mean, that's a really brutal way to, to make someone go, though. Can you imagine being stuffed in a barrel where you could... You couldn't move your arms or legs or anything and thrown underwater like that is. Dude. That's got to be one of the worst ways to
0: go, right? Have you not watched Breaking Bad? Have you not watched Ozark? Have you not watched Game of Thrones? Yeah, People in power who got fucked too many times by nothing people, they make examples. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that somebody said, you know what? That's not even yeah. making
1: an example because the only person that knows that, I mean, like you and I are sitting here discussing whether this dead person in a barrel was alive or dead when they were thrown in there. It doesn't fucking matter. Like it's horrific either way, but you're not really making, any, like you're making an example, like when you like cut someone's arms and legs and head off and you like, you know, staple it to the fucking roof of your enemy's house or something like that. That's an example but.
0: Well, Nacho and Better Call Saul just beat a guy up in the back to make an example. He didn't go that far. Maybe the drug lord who murdered this person took one of his grunts out with his right-hand guy and made an example to let him know what happens mm, when you don't. I can see that. Bring Poppy. You know, so he shit made yeah, an we're example. Gonna, we're gonna of
1: stuff it. this motherfucker in a barrel. I'm gonna hear him scream as he sinks to the ah. bottom of the yeah of Lake Mead. Man, it's, a, it's such a horrific way to go. Yeah. Anyway, Fuck
0: that well, that took a turn. Sorry, yeah. guys. Uh, what else did they find? Shackleton's wreckage. Wow, I did that with a girl recently, and <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, I'm not the I'm not the kinky type. Anyway. I should have sold it. Let me yeah, tell you. I, I get it, I get it, I get okay, it. Okay, okay. The exact whereabouts of the famous explorer's ship, Ernest Shackleton, his ship Endurance, had long was long unknown. It had been trapped and crushed by thick Antarctic sea ice in 915 That was one that sank on the search for the Northwest Passage. I read a book called The Man Who Ate His Boots, The Search for the Northwest Passage. It was all about, Admiral Byrd, and then the other big name Mm. when they were trying to find the Northwest Passage. But as I'm getting deeper into the world these days, I realized there was actually a search for the
1: hollow earth. Earth.
0: That's why they were trying to go up to the top. Okay. And the big icebergs, they would talk about their experience because it was like Admiral Byrd's journal. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a second guy. So they would go out to check the land they landed on just to go look, you know, they land somewhere they got to go look, but it's so bad that if you lose sight of the ship, you won't find your way back and you'll die super soon. So guys would die and they would find their bodies. And one guy was eating his boots. He survived by eating his boots. Like one of the survivors
1: just eating the leather off his boots.
0: And then you also had to not get stuck between ice, Sheets because they would just close in and slowly crush your boat. There's nothing that could happen. So it was really dangerous for them to trek deep in some areas. They had to be wary of tides and when all this stuff is going to close in. And there was like accounts of one boat closing in and everybody had to get off and onto the other boat and a big clusterfuck. It's like, it's very limited exploration, and it was all just to save money, transport and pepper across the world. Like, why would you even want to bring, why would you, even, if you found the passage, what then you start shipping stuff through crushed up icebergs that take all your stuff. It doesn't make any sense really just to ship pepper and silk. And they must've been looking for something at the pole, man.
1: They were looking for hollow earth. They found yeah, it. Yeah,
0: so this is a ship, regardless of all that, this is a ship found from what is the search for the Northwest Passage.
1: Still in uh, still looks very neat.
0: It had been trapped and crushed by thick Antarctic sea ice in 19- 1915. Their 35-day mission was tough. The team had to navigate choppy waters and still quite a bit of frozen hazards, despite ice extent being below average. Using an autonomous vehicle, the wreck was found more than 3,000 meters underwater. Wow, dude. Imagine having been, been on that boat. And like You didn't get shot or nothing. You're not also dying while it sinks. It's like you're totally you're alive. Sinking. And you're just fucked, sinking. And it's so goddamn cold. And you you're just fucked. want to go home. I
1: think you, you know, hypothermia first and then. Right. Yeah. And then you're, you're fucked. Dude.
0: What a terrible life.
1: Horrific. Then they found this garden in, um, out of historic home in central England. So apparently the way this worked, um, uh, the ornate landscape was grassed over. And because the new lawn has shorter roots, it burns more quickly. Whoa. So it, even though this was all grown over because of how hot it was and the drought, it revealed these really cool ornate patterns. From what year did they say? Seventeen? No, sixteen ninety
0: nine. Pretty wild. It looks awesome. Yeah, it's very. Uh, this reminds me of something.
1: A video game.
0: Um. Uh, false okay I saw what? this thing floating around the internet today about the devil's tower in Wyoming was recently discovered to have a large root system below it as if it was oh, yeah, a massive big, tree but I think it's bullshit
1: yeah that uh rock face I don't know what you're talking about yeah that people always think is the, the trunk of a tree
0: yeah um that's what this reminded me of, but this is pretty cool.
1: No, that's legit. Yeah. Um
0: I want mm-hmm. a cake like that. I want that on I want that printed on, and I want my cake, the shape of it. I don't want it perfectly rectangle. I want it proportionally, you know, a bigger rectangle on the other side, like it does. I want that on top of just, that, just adi- just that edible skit. sheet just scale to the right size right yeah but you know what I'm talking about on cakes whenever mm-hmm. they print the image I want this I Okay, want the, for my 80th birthday I want Chatsworth
1: a house garden is what you dude, want
0: that's what I'm going to start doing such for a my specific, birthday such
1: a specific request I want the Chatsworth <laughs> house garden printed on my next uh, birthday cake <laughs> the, what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> just such a specific Request and just show them this, and you show them this picture, and they're like, "Uh, what? Okay." It's like it'll have like dead-looking garden. It's fucking dumb,
0: dude. Fuck yeah, dude! Every year for my birthday, I think I'm gonna start doing that. I'm gonna cuss, I'm gonna get a cake for myself with the cool-ass picture. On
1: super it. obscure though.
0: <laughs> just, just something cool, man. That's gonna be
1: awesome. <laughs> uh, anything else in here that was worth a shit to look at? Yeah, two more things. They have the uh...
0: old city of Iraq, the Kimun site excavations oh. in Iraq uh, from fifteen fifty to thirteen fifty BC during the Bronze Bronze Age. It doesn't look like much. The picture; it's like some rubble. It's like a stony part of the beach. You know,
1: Bloomberg uh, kicked me off their fucking site, so I have to read oh, off those dang it okay uh, it's from the the, money.
0: the matani empire uh along the tigris river the For, research team found ceramic vessels reportedly containing more than 100 cuneiform tablets and it's it all in the water all in the water yeah Interesting. The discovery could provide more details about the end of the Mitanni period city and the start of Assyrian rule in the region. Quote, it is close to a miracle that cuneiform tablets made of unfired clay survived so many decades underwater, said University of Tubingen professor Peter Falsner. So that's pretty sweet. Do more cuneiform tablets. Transcribe them and tell us what they fucking said. It's Don't put them away the, for 80 years. Let's know what the, the, the ancients ancient. said
1: the ancient societies that actually have more advanced technology than ours it's going to Let's be
0: the a, a cuneiform tablets some of them actually transcribed to being just ledgers accounts of bartering and legal stuff so
1: normal boring shit that you'd find in our uh yeah if it's not aliens
0: making humans in the amazon and some guy i'm listening to underworld by graham hancock right now and i'm the audio book. It's real hard to pay attention, but he's talking about, um, that's similar- a
1: book you have to read. Yeah. I and mean, you go at your own pace and process things.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But he's talking about the ancient flood myths, Gilgamesh and who the Babylonian was. And it was a Sudru. And he met with one of the gods and the gods had favor and told him to build a boat of floods coming. And three of the sites in Egypt, Eridu, Shapuru, and another one, Sapuru. Sapuru. Sapuru is where they buried the tablets, where the God buried the tablets that had information on how to reboot humanity. This is the Babylonian Sumerian version, hmm. how to reboot humanity. And those tablets, after the flood seceded, this is all from the story from their tablets that we have. Um. After the flood receded, they went back to Sapuru to dig up the tablets and reboot humanity. And Sapuru is a real city, and it wasn't flooded at the younger Dryas impact of twelve thousand six hundred years ago. There's mm-hmm. another one, four to five thousand years ago. Um, that might have been a little bit more gradual, called the Phalangian transgression, where the water flooded up and then it receded because there's like three meters of clay that something but these cities were real cuneiform tablets it could either be ledgers boring ledgers or it could be it could be some real interesting stuff how to restart humanity yeah it could be the Mitanni period city of the Syrian rules version of that same myth and it would only add to the fact that hey there was this flood
1: but this was a couple thousand years after that.
0: Yeah, it's the only problem. It's a different flood, the Philandrian transgression. This could be part of that. Um, no, it's not. But who knows where this fits into that whole picture? But yeah, and then one more
1: uniform tablets, hunting relics, and hunting relics um, from, yeah, Icelandic
0: folks. Yeah, so that's good for that article. Um, pretty cool.
1: On. Uh, but on an extreme contrast to that the following article we're going to talk about is even though california is under a mega drought right now they are warning of mega floods
0: yeah and it's a big climate change thing about climate change and because whenever you increase the heat you increase how much these catastrophes are exaggerated and with the all the fires burning it's making perfect for landslides also so when this flood does happen which they're predicting from what is called atmospheric rivers where yeah. large rivers of moisture in the air move and it stirs up things. And dude, I just think about weather control and DARPA. I do. I, 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 think I thought about, about that
1: too. I thought about you that know? too with this. It's like, cause they're using all these models to predict this. All you
0: need to do is create an atmospheric river. You don't have to shoot lasers and make fires. You need to create an atmospheric river. It will contrast with the dry air. We'll get insane rain. Everything's burned. It's perfect. There'll be landslides. Everyone will be fucked. And we'll ship them out of FEMA camps. So
1: what are atmospheric rivers? Atmospheric rivers are ribbons of water vapor that extend thousands of miles from the tropics to the western U.S. At 250 to 375 miles wide, they provide the fuel for the massive rain and snowstorms that can cause flooding along the west coast. It's like they're like hyper-predicting this.
0: Yeah. yeah. They ran uh, no, two simulations. ARC. Did you read about that? The mm-hmm. Simulations. They ran ARC, which they seemed pretty normal. Like you should probably want to plan for that, but it was called like ARC storm scenario. And they're doing another one called uh, that was in 2010 and another one called ARC storm 2.0. Yeah. Just running models of what would happen if a massive flood hit LA. And I mean, why would it not happen, dude?
1: Uh, so, the, you know, the two possibilities that they list for this are that first of all, this happened back in 1862, and if um, this were to occur again, it would be a trillion dollars in damage. Like if it, the same amount fell in the same areas, and this—that's the frequency of such a type of flood is—I don't know, once a century or something like that. If i remember. It's a ten-year,
0: a fifty, and a century.
1: Yeah. Or a ten-year, so, twenty,
0: and a hundred-year.
1: So 100 that's year flood. That, that's one of the things they blame on it. And the second thing is they say is. Uh, these atmospheric rivers that would cause it due to climate change are the two scenarios they propose in this article.
0: Yeah. And they use climate change and global warming a lot. Those two things are different. It also mentioned how I should find it. I mean, it pinpointed it on human created climate change and uh, I should have made a better note of where that was.
1: The researchers used new high resolution weather models and existing climate models to compare two extreme scenarios according to UCLA. One that would occur about once a century in the historical climate of recent decades, which is what I was describing, and another in the projected climate of 2081 to 2100. Both would involve a long series of storms fueled by atmospheric rivers over the course of a month. So this is the projected climate of 2081 to 2100 Based on, I guess, the current trends of climate change, which they, uh, if I remember correctly, they've gotten wrong since the 80s, like where they were predicting the climate would be in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Um, now, our technology and shit for measuring that has probably gotten better over the course of the last couple of decades. I just think that the climate is such a complex model to predict. They have no idea what the projected climb is going to be in 2081 to 2100. So, yeah.
0: And I, I would encourage everybody to watch uh, Randall Carlson at the very beginning of one of his episodes with Rogan, because he shows a chart of climate change mm-hmm. um, over the last 150,000 years. And it's based off of the deep <clears throat> inland um Greenland ice sheet core sample. They didn't take a sample from the edge of the ice sheet where it melts and recedes and comes back. And it's not fresh. They went to the deep where it's always frozen and they got raw data back to and and the climate fluctuation is very regular and we're we're within that regular fluctuation, but it's increasing. It's like a stock, you know, you're going up, but you're still within the range that it's been doing for the last 150,000 years. Mm-hmm. And then it shows hard ups and hard. That was way before Fossil fuels was way before all that, so the the climate has a natural shift that is in these degrees, even more, way more, way, way, way more, and we're not even to the max that the average has, been. has been
1: in the past. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so this narrative that people are causing it by driving cars is totally false. False. We're right within the range that the climate fluctuates all the time. It's the hard peaks that are going to fuck us. And you can't blame it on cars because there's also science. I'll just finish with this, that the amount of carbon dioxide that plants can process is way more than the amount that we're putting off from cars every year. So they have no problem processing that. It's really not us doing this.
1: Yeah. I think the argument could be made that even within the range of the the graphs you're talking about that Randall presents at the beginning of that Rogan episode that shows the trends and we're on the upswing of one. Could could it could the argument be made that man-made um CO2 emissions and things like that are causing these spikes to be more significant than in the past? Like we're gonna experience the spike in temperature anyway, right? But is human activity causing those spikes to be more extreme than they typically would have been. You know um, what I'm saying? Where temperatures are going, rising at a rate faster than what they would have done 10,000 years ago. M-
0: maybe in a short term, like if you're- Right, in the short city, term, right? Like it's it's all relative city.
1: within the swing of the trends, but-
0: It's hard to tell in the 150,000 year trend because we're still, maybe in the short, there would be a peak in some areas where there's a lot of smog and there is- gas and things that's just my theory i'm just talking just answering your question i don't know
1: no i get it Neither I one when us was a smart enough to answer that i was just curious I mean, cars
0: definitely make the air dirty brake dust there you can measure that but we're talking yeah. about the climate of the world and what's happening cars aren't making the ice caps melt climate changes and it's a natural fluctuation until further notice there's no reason to put it on people driving cars to the point where we got to pay a tax for it like fuck that go fuck yourself allow me to resist that without being a fucking right-wing heretic over here you know we don't need to pay a tax it ain't cars causing this but there is to wrap it up real quick we got climate change the first animal extinct in Australia the wait that's the a virus from China um,
1: first animal extinct what are you talking about sorry there was, was
0: another it was the it was the bramble k melamus climate change ravaged rodent listed as extinct by an Australian rodent that went extinct it was basically a, a rat in Australia so nothing oh, really to cover there, rat? but it was something I found. But I think the last article we have is the Langya virus in uh, China, right? You heard it here people. first,
1: folks. You yeah. heard it here, folks. Before I don't it think it's going to be a
0: big deal. It, it's just transmitting between animals. There's no transmission between humans yet. Well, but, humans
1: have caught it, but there's no yeah. transmission from human to human at yeah, this yeah, yeah, point.
0: Yeah. Langya Hinepa virus Levy was found in 35 patients In the Shangdong and Henan provinces Fever, fatigue, and cough uh, Dude, Shangdong, I pronounced it right Shangdong and Henan no, You're
1: like, Shangdong I, well, I
0: just pronounced it, dude I just pronounced it the way it's, Yeah, you, it's probably you put <laughs> a
1: little little Asian twang on that voice <laughs> Racist motherfucker Dude, I'm
0: just reading the way the words are, man
1: you, Yeah, you're like, well, was found in 35
0: patients In the Shangdong and <laughs> Henan provinces <laughs> i'm sure if people are listening in china they appreciate it like they know what i'm talking about
1: yeah
0: uh so i'm gonna try to wrap this up in the next 60 seconds because the timer's counting down oh
1: shit all right let's do it
0: should i start another one
1: uh i probably need to wrap up soon for the night so let's let's i mean that's
0: basically it it for the longing virus it's animal and not a big deal but uh it's the latest out of china keep an eye on that also listen to our bands thanks for tuning in if you made it this far, you're one of the few people that know about the first animal extinct from climate change. The Bramble yeah. Bay. The Bramble And you Bay. heard about
1: the next viruses that's going to make us extinct. You heard it here first. Heard it here first. On the right, Skepsis, Telegraph. Skepsis Telegraph. Skepsis Telegraph. All right, man.
0: See you next time. Later. Peace. Peace.